let's take a step back and look at Airbnb. Those guys basically wrote the book on facing competitors head on. Absolutely, Chris. When starting out, they had to tackle solid players in the vacation rentals market. Most people didn't think they stood a chance. But they didn't back down. They did their homework, identified the competition, and then carved out their own unique spot. Their unique value proposition, making everyone feel at home anywhere in the world. It wasn't just about renting a space. It was about experiencing the city as a local and forming lifelong memories. Their competitive advantage, though, that's something remarkable. They managed to establish a huge inventory of unique properties worldwide, with various price points and experiences. Plus, leveraging reviews for trust building and utilizing technology made them stand apart. And let's not overlook their community of hosts and travelers. So, it's clear that understanding your competition, setting your unique value proposition, and knowing your competitive advantage becomes the foundation of your business strategy. Just like Airbnb. Figuring out the competition isn't just about knowing who they are. It's about understanding how they operate, what they offer, and most importantly, what their weaknesses are. True, Chris. And to do that, you need to do a competitor analysis. It's not the most thrilling task, but it's crucial. I mean, let's say you're in the tech industry. You don't just stop at Google and Microsoft. You dig down to smaller players. Maybe there's a new startup aiming for the same customer base as you. Right. It's all about being thorough. Look at their websites, social media, reviews, anything that gives a better understanding. What features do they offer? What's their unique selling point? What do they promise their customers? But how do you make sure not to miss out on any potential competition? Are there any tools or methods you lean on for thorough competitor research, Chris? Well, Jiwoo, market research is your best friend. Surveys, focus groups, you name it. But for an in-depth competitor analysis, you can rely on tools like Alexa, SimilarWeb, or even Google Alerts to stay updated on their activities. It's about dedicating time and resources to be on top of it. Absolutely. And don't forget the importance of organizing that data effectively. It's pointless having the information if you can't interpret it accurately. Making sense of all that data, I can see how that influences your business strategy. Knowing the competition helps us identify our unique value and stand out. Exactly. Once you've done your homework, it's about using that data to guide your startup's direction, from product development to marketing. And that's a strong foundation. A crucial mistake startups make while conducting competitor analysis is underestimating indirect competition. You get so focused on companies offering similar products or services that you miss out on a bigger picture. Could you clarify what indirect competition means? Sure. Indirect competition refers to companies that don't offer the same product or service, but satisfy the same customer need. For instance, airlines are not just competing with other airlines. They're also competing with video conferencing software and train services. That's right. Looking beyond the obvious competitors often lands you in a broader competitive landscape. You start seeing your product from a wider range of perspectives and discover potential improvements. I see. So that implies our competition isn't just direct rival companies, but any solution the customer can opt for. You've got it, Jiwoo. Also, another major pitfall for startups is not updating their competitor analysis over time. The market is a dynamic entity. 
What was a competitive advantage yesterday may be a norm today. Understanding the differences between how startups and established companies approach competition seems important too. Any thoughts on that, Chris? That's an excellent point, Olivia. Established companies often have precise competitor profiles they've been tracking for years. But for startups, it's a bit of a wild west. Most startups fail to understand that their competition can come from anywhere, especially in today's digital age where market entry barriers are often lower. In the sphere of startups, finding your unique value proposition can feel like finding a needle in a haystack. But it plays an indispensable role in your company's branding and success. Let's talk about examples of startups who've done this successfully. Jiwoo, any startups come to mind? Well, Dollar Shave Club is a great example. They weren't the first in razors manufacturing, nor are they the most advanced technologically. Their unique value proposition centers on convenience, affordability, and humor in an otherwise mundane routine of shaving. They communicated this through humorous viral videos, which differentiated them from bigger, much more established competitors. That's an excellent example, Jiwoo. And it demonstrated how they differentiated themselves not just through their product, but their branding too. Often, startups neglect the connection between branding and unique value proposition, resulting in disjointed messaging. Your unique value proposition should define your brand, and your brand should consistently reflect it. Absolutely, Chris. And it's important to remember that your unique value proposition isn't just about stating how your product or service is different. It's about communicating why that difference matters to your customers. One common mistake I've seen startups make when formulating their unique value proposition is making it too complicated. It should be simple, clear, and easy to understand. It's what sets you apart from your competitors and gives customers a reason to choose you over them. I totally agree. It's also easy to overlook the importance of validation. Static claims without validation don't hold much weight. It's essential to validate your unique value proposition with concrete data or customer testimonials whenever possible. That's a crucial point, Jiwoo. A unique value proposition doesn't hold up in a vacuum. It's relevant in the context of market demands and customer needs. If what sets you apart doesn't matter to them, it won't be compelling enough. And don't forget, this is not a once-and-done endeavor. Your unique value proposition will evolve with your startup. As you grow, learn more about your market, and get feedback from customers, it's important to refine and revisit your value proposition. Let's delve further into our core discussion on competitive advantage. What do startups immediately think about when we mention competitive advantage? Traditionally, you might think of price as a competitive advantage, right? Offering similar quality at a lower price than your competitors. But for startups, that's not necessarily the most effective approach. It's probably more important to focus on other aspects such as service, technology, and brand image. Absolutely, Olivia. In the EV industry, for instance, the technical specs and design can be a significant competitive advantage. You can have a vehicle that offers longer range or faster charging times than competitors, or a design that's more aesthetically pleasing or user-friendly. Good point, Jiwoo. Another form of competitive advantage that startups should consider is innovation. To truly stand out amongst competitors, a startup must continuously develop new concepts or methods, which often applies to AI technology. It's not enough to just be different. They have to be different and better. And it's not just about securing that initial advantage, is it? 
Competitive advantage is also about being able to maintain that edge over time. Startups need to have a plan for sustaining their advantage, or they risk losing it as competitors catch up. Exactly, Olivia. One way for startups to maintain their edge might be through continuous improvements or innovations, as Chris mentioned. They could also leverage strategic partnerships or intellectual property to protect their advantage. And all these tactics should ideally align with their overall growth strategy to ensure they're capable of scaling operations while keeping the competitive edge. I thoroughly agree, Jiwoo. It's crucial to review and modify this approach as the startup grows and evolves. This becomes essentially a living process that should be revisited throughout the lifetime of the startup. The ability to adapt quickly to change is crucial in maintaining that competitive advantage. Maintaining a competitive advantage as a startup, scales isn't just a challenge, it's an essential requirement, wouldn't you agree? Absolutely, Chris, and it often requires a multifaceted approach. Entering new markets as you grow, for example, there's an imminent risk of facing new competitors and sometimes even a different customer dynamic. Indeed, Olivia. Plus, as we grow, competitors not only get a clear view of our value proposition, but start emulating it, which is technically a threat, right? I'd like to offer a viewpoint here, building on what Chris just mentioned. Despite having jotted down all possibilities of emulating our value proposition, we cannot undermine the fact that the competitors are also equipped with the capability of innovating themselves. So, apart from imitation, they might supersede us in providing additional benefits. Jiwoo makes a crucial point. Our concern should be more than just keeping our products or services unique. We must ensure that we continuously stay ahead of competition. Iterating on our product offerings, or pivoting our strategy when necessary, can be valuable methods to mitigate these issues. So, if I understand correctly, while scaling is an important growth strategy, it shouldn't come at the cost of surrendering your competitive advantage. It's a lot like walking on a tightrope, isn't it? Yes, it requires careful finessing, strategic planning, and foolproof execution. Keeping an eye on the evolving industrial landscape can help identify potential issues that can dilute your competitive advantage. And let's not forget the need to constantly innovate and improve our offerings. Besides staying one step ahead of the competition, it's a key factor in perpetuating our competitive advantage. All excellent points. It turns out that securing, maintaining, and amplifying a competitive advantage while scaling a startup is an ongoing process, one that requires vigilance, agility, and strategic innovation. It's a complex yet rewarding journey. So, Having just drilled into the challenges of maintaining and enhancing competitive advantage, let's transition to the concept of business differentiation. From my experience, positioning strategies have demonstrated a vital role. Wouldn't you agree? Undoubtedly, Chris. Positioning strategies can significantly aid in carving out a specific niche for the startup in its respective market. I'm sure Olivia can share more about this from a branding aspect. Spot on, Jiwoo. In the tech space, there can be dozens of startups providing similar solutions. But where differentiation often comes in is how you position that solution and what unique benefits your product or service offers that others don't. For instance, the ease of use of a software or integration capabilities with other technologies. It's this part where the magic of branding comes in. It's about telling your startup story in a way that highlights your unique attributes and sets you apart from the crowd. 
Right. Now we've got value proposition and positioning, so what's next? I'd say customer experience. Through Neural Nest's journey, I've seen that delivering a high-quality customer experience is absolutely transformative in terms of differentiation. It doesn't just increase retention and satisfaction, it transforms customers into brand advocates. I can't agree more. When customers resonate with your brand, have faith in its promise, and enjoy the experience you provide, they effectively become your ambassadors. But there is another side to business differentiation I'd like to touch on. A unique business model. By innovating a unique and effective business model, you can deliver value to your customers in a way that is fundamentally different from your competitors. The catch is, it's challenging to develop, and even more challenging to execute successfully. Bringing in another interesting angle, Olivia. It's thought-provoking. Imagine having the same product as the competitor, but the way you deliver the value makes you stand out. I'm thinking how Tesla revolutionized electric vehicle market not just with its product but also through its direct-to-consumer sales model. It resonates with your point about innovative business models. It's pretty clear, isn't it? Differentiation isn't simply about having a unique product. It's an overarching strategy that spans positioning, branding, customer experience, and even the business model. It's a complex puzzle where all pieces need to fit together perfectly. Diving right into market positioning, it's essentially how a startup positions itself against other competitors in the market. This positioning, almost always, directly influences marketing strategies and pricing. Chris, from your point of view, how does this UX aspect factor into Neural Nest's market positioning? It's a great point, Olivia, and the UX plays a pivotal role. Our user-friendly interface became a main distinguishing characteristic for Neural Nest, and keeping that top of mind allowed us to eventually dictate, to an extent, our marketing plan and pricing strategies. This was built from the understanding of our users' needs as well as our competition's offerings. It's fascinating how these intricate elements work together to determine market positioning. Has there been any particular market feedback or insights that made a significant difference? Absolutely. Feedback is crucial. Early on, we received feedback about navigating neural network setups being cumbersome in our first design. This was a wake-up call for simplifying our UX and returning to the drawing board wasn't easy or inexpensive. However, in doing so, we recognized a gap our competitors hadn't yet filled, enhancing our positioning and edge in the industry. Thanks for sharing, Chris. The learning curve never seems to plateau, does it? On a similar note, ClickAI's positioning became stronger when our users provided feedback about wanting deeper integration capabilities. We didn't have it in our original design, but this customer feedback showed us another gap we could fill and further differentiate ourselves. It sounds like revisiting market positioning is no easy task. It challenges us to rethink our perspectives, acknowledge our competition, and cater to the needs of users better. The effort is worth it, however, as it can drastically redefine how we approach our marketing and pricing, as we've just seen. As we wrap up our discussion today, I feel like it's important to touch on a vital aspect of competitor analysis. That's identifying potential threats and opportunities. Every industry, every market, has its own share of challenges and advantages. What are your thoughts on this, Chris? You're right, Jiwoo. It's crucial to recognize those threats that could potentially disrupt your market position and equally essential to identify the opportunities that could propel you ahead. 
But it's also important to note that sometimes threats can be turned into opportunities. For instance, a sudden shift in market trend might initially seem threatening, but if you're agile and innovative enough, it could create an opportunity for you to be a leading player in that new trend. That's interesting, Chris. Turning threats into opportunities. Any examples that come to mind? Certainly, Click AI, for instance, faced initial threats from established DSLR companies. But instead of being overwhelmed, you folks turned that into an opportunity by integrating AI into the camera, changing the perception of what a professional camera could be. By doing so, you've since created a substantial customer base among those who sought such functionalities. True, those threats indeed propelled us to innovate and differentiate ourselves. It was a massive turning point for us. Jiwoo, any such instances in the EV industry? Undeniably. The threats from traditional automakers posed an initial challenge, but the focus on sustainability and technology intuitiveness suddenly made us a viable alternative for environmental conscious consumers. Threats actually opened the door of opportunity for us. That's what Startup Journey is all about. Maneuvering through threats while leveraging opportunities. It's never easy, but as a founder, it's this constant risk-taking and strategizing that makes the journey worth it.